For this episode of Marshall's Bazaar, we're going to be talking about what it's like to not have a phone for more than a week. If you just can't live without your phone, then you probably don't want to hear this horror story. But for those who are interested, here we go. This is Life Without a Phone, only on Marshall's Bazaar. Hello, people of the universe, and welcome to another episode of Marshall's Bazaar, starring me, Marshall Brown. Now today, as I've said, we're going to be talking about what it's like to not have a cell phone. And recently, as you may have guessed, I have had that experience. And let me tell you, living in the year 2017 without a cell phone is actually hard work. It takes discipline and perseverance in order to actually go without checking your phone every 15 seconds. That was the experience that I had last week. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and basically tell you the story of how that transpired. It pretty much started when uh, the last lease I had on a phone I had for Sprint pretty much ended. So I had to get a new phone. And so I thought it'd be smart if I could just order a used phone off of Amazon. And what I did was I basically got a refurbished LG G5. I wanted that phone because that was a phone that I could have for myself that I would own that I wouldn't have to lease and it's pretty much one of the only phones that I know of that has a replaceable battery which is something that I definitely need when it comes to owning a phone because if the battery dies then I can just replace the battery for $13 rather than spending like $500 to get a new phone. And I didn't even pay that much. I paid only $200 for this LG G5 off of Amazon. And it did everything pretty well, but then I got like the actual SIM card that I needed for it. And uh, when I tried activating it, the service would work like once. And I made one call to my parents, and after I tried to call a friend, like it just dipped out. And I couldn't get any service whatsoever. I don't know what happened, but after trying again and reactivating it, I took it into a Sprint store, and they said that I definitely needed to get it in for repair. And this is where my journey begins, because without talking too much about how that repair process really worked, I can tell you I was basically going to be spending a whole week without calling, texting, looking up Google Maps, checking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, social media, or pretty much anything in that realm. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but this was pretty much my inference. This was my experience. So day one, um, I wake up and I'm almost late for work because I needed other ways of trying to create an alarm for myself. And the good thing was I knew the area so I could get around in like maybe, I don't know, like a 10-mile radius, but I showed up. And then I tell my friends that I'm phoneless and that I will be phoneless for pretty much a week. To which they respond, oh my god, that's so sad. What happened? Did you drop it or something like that? Here, take my old phone. And everyone started offering me their old phones. And eventually, uh, Harrison Brown, if you're listening, I want to thank you very much for letting me use the Purple Navigator. That's what we called uh, his old Moto phone that I used. I basically only used it for offline maps. I honestly told myself, Marshall, you're going to be a week without a phone. You might as well try not to cheat it too much. But then again, um, one thing I quickly came to realize was that I was totally okay. I mentioned to myself, how could I possibly live in the year 2017 without a phone? But 
I also had a laptop and an Amazon Echo and like a bunch of game consoles and I had access to a printer with a computer plugged up to it. Honestly, living with a phone nowadays, I've noticed that it's kind of easy because you have a lot of access to a, a bunch of other devices that you could use to send emails or communicate. At least that's what I had in my case. I imagine that people who may not be lucky enough to also have a laptop or some of those other things I mentioned you know, may not have some of the same luxuries that I do when it comes to communicating. Because when I didn't have a phone, I just completely used email, Facebook messaging, and Skype to do uh, communicating and stuff. And I could use my computer to access websites that I needed to. Like, if I needed to actually talk to someone and do some sort of emergency communication, I could. Especially when it came to interfacing with customer service. I could just go on their online chat thing with a customer service representative rather than call them. I mean, if I really, really, really needed to make a phone call, I could have just as easily, you know, borrowed someone else's phone. You know, being without a phone, it's honestly not that hard because everybody else has a phone. Everybody else has a computer. Everybody else has a printer. You could use everybody else's stuff if you wanted to. I mean, you might be like in the middle of the desert with no other means of communication, but let's say for the sake of the sake of argument that that was something that could apply to me because in all honesty, there were some moments where I was all by myself in public, and I didn't have a phone to occupy me. I didn't even think to bring my Game Boy Advance to entertain myself. But honestly, I had a lot of time to just look around and see what was going on, you know? I think the thing that was really nice about not having a phone was just not being bombarded with information overload every 24-7. I could just actually spend all of work pretty much focusing the whole time. Not that I don't focus as much as I did or anything. Uh, I think I might have said the wrong thing. I apologize. Um, how about I word it like this? I noticed things I didn't usually notice with not having a phone. And that also meant that during work, when I needed to get stuff done, I would get it done faster. I felt less distracted. And honestly, I feel like now that I do have a phone, there are some things that I could pretty much apply from the experience that I had last week to what I've got now. And maybe I can do things differently for the sake of maybe better productivity here or just better healthy lifestyle, living and stuff. Like, there are a lot of great advantages to having a phone, but there are also disadvantages. And I really got to see that with the time that I had without the phone for the past week. And yes, I have a phone now. It definitely works. They did a good job with the repair, but, you know, it's... A part of me almost wishes I could go back. It was a great vacation that I had from what I call information overload, which is what I think everybody experiences when people do have a phone. Uh, but either way, I think the real takeaway that I could have from this whole thing is not having a phone taught me discipline and patience. Not having a phone taught me to appreciate other forms of communication that I have that could be better than just making a phone call here and there. Having a phone was hard because I couldn't make phone calls in the middle of the road if something were to happen to me, and I had to jump through some hoops just to get to places. Honestly, if it weren't for my friend's device that I used to download offline maps, I wouldn't be able to you know, find where my new church was or something like that. Um, but, you know, I gotta say, not having a phone for a week is not as hard as you think, and honestly... I recommend you try it sometime, whether or not you're forced to send in your phone for a repair or whether or not you just want to 
put your phone in a drawer and just leave it alone for a while. I think it's something that I think everybody should do maybe once in a while just to unwind. I think it was a great thing that I did for better or for worse or whether or not I had to do it or not. I mean, it was something that I had no choice but to undergo because of this ordeal that I had. But I did it and I'm so glad I did. Honestly, it was a great time. And with that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Marshall's Bazaar. Thank you so much for listening, and do not forget to follow me on SoundCloud for more new episodes of Marshall's Bazaar Weekly. Also, don't be bashful. Feel free to now follow me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for new Marshall Brown content all the time. You're definitely going to see a little bit more of that now that I actually have a phone and now that I can do stuff when I want to, where I want to, without being next to a computer or a personal computer because, you know, at work, you got to work. You can't be posting on social media or stuff like that. Uh, all right, but without saying too much at this point, um, I just want to tell you, please, please, if you love Marshall's Bazaar, share it with your friends, and please come back next week for an all-new episode where I bring my friends back to the microphone and we talk about what it's like to be working at Fidelity Investments. It's all great things. I love my job. I love the community there. I love my new work friends, and... My new work friends are going to come over and share this wonderful experience with me. It's just going to be great stuff. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see y'all. I'll hear y'all. I'll somehow be in the presence of y'all. I got to keep remembering that I'm not doing a vlog anymore. I'm doing a, a mic thing anymore. Whatever. <clears throat> I will be with y'all next week. Marshall Brown, out. I'm so hungry.